to where I'm going to be at, 2 Chronicles chapter number 15, 2 Chronicles chapter number 15, and uh, we're going to read uh, uh, verses 1 through 7 here of uh, 2 Chronicles chapter number 15, from me, our family, to yours, and the church here, uh, we, uh, uh, Merry Christmas, and then Happy New Year to everybody in this room, and uh, what friendships we have made, and uh, as the pastor has said, uh, talking about the texting and you know how important that is, and uh, I'm going to ask my wife real quick, is it uh, Miss Mary that has called you a couple times, and you don't know how a blessing that has been to my wife. You have been such an encouragement, and so I just want to let you know that, and you're Miss Mary, right? Okay, and uh, I appreciate you doing that, and sometimes this life is a little bit lonely, and it's good to have friends. It's good to have friends. Tonight, if you've got your Bibles and found 2 Chronicles chapter 15, say amen. amen. I'm going to let you, what I'm going to do is let you stand for a split second, and we're going to read scripture tonight, stretch your legs. And I, I sure miss that revival, don't you? I tell you what, we had a great revival here uh, with Brother Thrift and uh, different preachers that we had. And uh, man, I tell you what, the food and everything was good. Just about every morning, I finally found where Brother Thrift was preaching at in the book of Psalms. And uh, he sung that, uh, you know, remember he sung. And, uh, and I tell you, I've been singing that just about every morning going to work. And uh, I found out the other day at Beasley Tire, uh, we played a, a, a softball game. It's a yearly softball game. And I found out, guys, that I'm getting old. I thought, I didn't know what to expect. I broke my leg about a year ago, uh, a year ago probably of last week or so, and uh, I broke my leg in two, uh, two places, and I broke it, and I thought that I could go out there and just be able to do about anything. Boy, was I wrong. Uh, I, 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 just, I barely could get around the bases. And it's going to take me a little while to be able. I might not be able to ever run again like I once did. Uh, but I tell you, it was uh, the first pitch. Uh, Brother Larry knows about it already, but I did. My family needs to know this. Uh, I did uh, a swing at the first pitch. It's been years, six years since I swung. And when I swung, I missed it. And I came around. I swung so hard, I about fell back on the ground. Uh, so it's been a while swinging a bat. But. Uh, Amen. Uh, Tracy still loved me, okay? <laughs> we did win. We did win. Amen. Yes. You know, we're talking about New Year's, and I'm excited about 2023. I, I'll be honest with you folks. Uh, I'm glad 2022 is over <laughs> for me and my family. Uh, but you know what? I, uh, my son was talking to me the other night as we went to bed, and he said, Dad, he said, uh, man, 22, it started out bad. But he said it ended up good. And the last six to seven months of my life, coming to Houston that we didn't really want to go to, but we came, and God, he pushed us there. God has turned a tragedy into a blessing. And so uh, what I'm saying, though, tonight is we all probably have some ups and downs in 2022. I'm going to tell you something. God was 
there with you, no matter through the thick and the thin, no matter if it was on the mountaintop or the valley. I'm so thankful we got a good God, ain't you? Uh, I'm so thankful for that. But we're going to read a portion of Scripture and then I'll let you be seated. The Bible says in verse number 1, uh, what I'll do is I'll read, uh, uh, we'll read together the odd numbers and then uh, I will read the even numbers myself. So we'll start on an odd number, verse number 1. Let's read it together. And the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded. And he went out to meet Asa and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while ye, notice this, while ye be with him. And if ye seek him, he will be found of you. But if ye forsake him, he will forsake you. Let's read the next one together. Now for a long season Israel hath been without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law. I think it's a shame. Uh, there's so many uh, 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 churches across America and yes, there's uh, preachers out there and they're getting in pulpits all because of the mighty dollar. They, they go in it as a job. And I'm thankful for God called preachers. And you know, we got so many peop- uh, preachers out there that are not teaching the Word of God. Uh, they're, just, uh, they're just skimming over and they're uh, not teaching the people uh, uh, the right things. But notice is, these people, Israel was without a teaching priest. Yes. Verse number 4. But when they in their trouble and uh, did turn unto the Lord God of Israel... And sought him, he was found of them. Verse number 5, let's read it. And in those times there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in. But great vexations were upon all the inhabitants of the countries. And And nation was destroyed of nation and city of city. For God did vex them with all adversity. Let's read this last verse. This is our text verse. This is where we're going to pull the sermon at this morning is in verse number 7. Let's think about it. Here we go. Be strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. Think about that. Be strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that you'll help me tonight. Help me be a blessing. Lord, I pray that you'll get me out of the way tonight. Pray that I'll say the right things that you would have me to say. Lord, I pray that you'll bless every family, every person in this room tonight that is a member here, goes here at Glory Baptist Church. Lord, I pray that you will keep unity here. Lord, that you will uh, inspire these people with answered prayer, with uh, just uh, your daily provisions. Lord, help us all keep our eyes focused on you this year. Thank you for a great 2022. Thank you for taking care of us so, so well. And I pray, Lord, that you'll do a work that only you can do in this upcoming year. In Jesus' precious holy name I do pray. Amen. Amen. And you may be seated this morning. You know, I thought about New Year's and... New Year's, everybody's uh, having different things and uh, different foods. And a lot of people, I like this, uh, collard greens at New Year's time. I like the black-eyed peas. How many of y'all like black-eyed peas? Yeah, 
I love those things. Man, they're so good. And I love, everybody at Beasley knows I love cornbread. I just, I love cornbread, and we're from the South. Uh, but one thing I found out about Texas is Texas likes tacos, tamales, and brisket. Tex-Mex, can I hear an amen? But I'll tell you what, Texas has uh, taught us a lot. Uh, we had a little uh, a questionnaire to all of our little ones at church, and uh, they went around the room and asking where about Jesus being born and uh, all the different things. And they asked this little boy, just real little, uh, they asked him, they said, where was Jesus born? He said, Texas. <laughs> but amen, i tell you why, Texas has been good for us. It's been a blessing. And you know, God, He has blessed each and every one of us in many ways. And we need to be remindful of that. I believe this year as it uh, came to a close and uh, we've ended it, you know, we cannot look back. We can't just dwell in the past, but we can look at all the, uh, the things, the ups and the downs to the answered prayer. And even when God doesn't answer prayer, He does by not answering it. You know, sometimes we ask for things and God doesn't need to uh, answer those uh, to a yes. Some, sometimes he says no. Sometimes he says, I want you to wait on it. Don't get mad at God. God still loves you. And he cares about each and every one of us on tonight. But, you know, I, I think about uh, so many people, they do resolutions. And, you know, a lot of people say resolutions. I like to say uh, I, I'm all about resolve. I'm all about that word resolve. It's a Bible word. And resolve means uh, uh, determination. It means dogness. It means firmness. And one thing that we need to have in this new year is a little bit of firmness in our families, in our churches, a little bit of determination for uh, to walk with the Lord in 2023. We need to be able to look to Him, to be able to push down our enemies. And we've got to follow God. I, I, I've said before, say, I say tonight, we live in an uncha- uh, in an ever-changing world. Don't you all think the world is changing every day? It's crazy. It's unbelievable. People of our day are questioning their, their values, the values in our land. A value is something that is uh, that you believe in and hold very dear to your heart. And you know, I think about that and we look at it, right is still right tonight. Wrong tonight is still wrong. No matter how you uh, lump it tonight, sin is still sin and the Bible is still the final authority in our lives. People are changing their way of thinking about the Bible, the God of the Bible. They're uh, uh, changing their minds about uh, what, uh, what scripture really says go over at work all the time and I talk to different ones and it's amazing to me what people have to say about God and the word of God you know but you know you only try to disprove something when you fear something a lot of people they fear the Bible A lot of people, they fear God and that's why they try to disprove God or disprove things that's said in the book because they fear of what's going to happen in life, even to eternity. You know, I I get asked the question all the time from different ones, 
Preacher, why do you believe uh, what's going to happen when we die? And I told him you either go to one or two places. Heaven, where there is a place that's called hell. And a lot of people, they don't want to talk about hell. But guys, it's real. Jesus spoke more about hell in the Word of God than he did about heaven. And you know, uh, I'm sorry to say, and I tell my friends, tell my co-workers, one guy, he asked me the other day, he said, you know, I think I'm a, I'm a good person. And he said, you know, but I just wonder what's going to happen when I die. And I got to tell him at work, I said, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I said, uh, you wanting to come to church is good. That's a great thing. Uh, wanting to read your Bible, that's a good thing. I, I, I tried to find out what Bible he was reading. I wasn't the right one, but at the same time, I told him, I said, being a good person, what makes you a good person? And he told me uh, different things. He cares about people. You know, I told him, I said, what about your sin? You, you haven't said anything about your sin yet. I said, have you ever found yourself as a sinner? Of course, no, no. You know, I said, so you put it there. I said, have you ever accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior? He said, well, I, I believe that Jesus lived. I said, but the devil and the angels, they believe in, uh, uh, and they tremble. But I said, have you ever put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ? And he got, he got all quiet on me. But you know, people need to hear the gospel. People need uh, the Lord. And you know, we that are saved know what time it is. And uh, we have read the end of the Bible. We've read the last chapter of the book of Revelation when we study the church age uh, uh, age in chapters 2 and 3 in the book of Revelation. We see the downward spiral of the churches. And thus, in these last days, we see the Laodicean church age in full bloom in today. You know, I'm not worried about the world. Do I, though I do want them to come to know the Lord, that's true. But I worry about God's people. Yeah. I worry about the church and God's people, how easy it is for us to uh, get mixed into this uh, mega church philosophy where we mix in with uh, the things of the world and we bring it into the church because we want the church to grow and we all want the church to grow, but we got to make sure it grows in the right way. I found out in Kentucky that a lot of things can grow over a septic tank. You all know what I'm saying? You get some good things growing over a septic tank, but it's, it's, it's not there, guys. We've got to grow our churches the right way, and God, he gives the increase. But what we've got to do as individuals, we've got as God's people, we've got to water. Some of us water. Some of us plant, but God, he gives the increase. God does that, but we do our part and we spread the, uh, uh, the good news of Jesus Christ and we give encouragement to the ones that need him. We tell them about the Lord, but God, he gives the final increase. We see here in Second Chronicles chapter number 15, we see a, a, a man by the name of Asa. He's a great king. We have seen here as uh, there is now a split between, by Rehoboam, that was his uh, grandfather, 
uh, we see a split. We have the northern kingdom and we have the southern kingdom. And here this is the southern kingdom with Judah and Asa is the third king in the southern kingdom. Now the, uh, the northern kingdom, they had 19 kings, guys. Not, 19 kings and every single one of them were bad. Every single one of them. Kind of like our land today. Man, we, we don't have that very good presence a lot. Every a few years, every maybe a, a decade, we'll have a good president, if you want to call them good. But here in the southern kingdom, out of maybe 20 different kings, there was about five of them that you could call good. We had uh, his, uh, his uh, grandfather, which was Rehoboam. Rehoboam, he reigned for 17 years. And there was, uh, was famine in the land. There was idolatry. There was so many worldly things that were going on. They were worshiping in groves and idolatry was on a rampage. And then uh, he died and his son came to the throne by Abijah. And Abijah reigned for three years. Only three. And he did that which was not right in the sight of the Lord. The Lord had to take him. Then we come to the place of Asa. I want you to notice in chapter 14, verses number 1. So Abijah slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. And Asa his son reigned in his stead. In his days the land was quiet ten years. And notice this, and Asa did that which was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. For he took away the altars of the strange gods and the high places and broke down the images and cut down the groves and commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and to do uh, uh, the law and the commandment. We see that Asa, a man, he is doing great. And we find in chapter number 15 that uh, Azariah the prophet, uh, he comes and he talks to Asa. And now I want you to notice in verse number 2 of chapter 15, And he went out to meet Asa and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa. And all Judah and Benjamin, the Lord is with you while you be with him. And if ye seek him, he will be found of you. But if ye forsake him, he will forsake you. And he goes on in verse number 7, he tells this to Asa and to the people. He said, Be ye strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. Azariah the prophet, he gives a short message of encouragement to this uh, uh, king of Asa, this young man, to keep the work of reform in the land. And uh, there are three parts in this message I'm going to give here in just a few moments. But we see that this king Asa, he goes after and he destroys the altars of the strange gods. And he tells him three things that I'm going to give you tonight. These three things, very simple. He said, I want you to be ye strong. Then he says, let not your hands be weak. And then lastly, he says, for your work shall be rewarded. He says, first of all, be ye strong therefore. I'm going to ask you to look at me tonight. What God needs from us tonight, Glory Baptist Church, to churches all around the globe, he needs you in 2023. Be ye strong therefore. 
There's not a time with everything changing, guys, around us where everybody is self-willed, that everybody is trying to uh, be their own God. We need some people to be strong in the Lord. He says, be ye therefore strong. Be ye therefore strong. Uh, uh, this part of the message exhorts uh, King Asa to do this work of reform with great earnestness. And we will not accomplish much for the Lord in this life if we don't have any fervency in our work for Him. You know, we need some men uh, to get up and uh, be able to have uh, a prayer time as I heard y'all pray uh, as we came in the doors. We need some men to be able to get a hold of God. We need some men to be able to get a hold of God and ring heaven's doors. And we need some men and ladies to be able to have get in touch with God and be able to pray for their families, to be able to pray for this, uh, this country that we live in and pray for sinners to be saved. We need some uh, prayer warriors. I, I, I was laughing and the other day I heard this and uh, as uh, uh, the storm raged the, uh, there's a captain of a ship realized that the ship he, it was sinking fast and he called out he said he said this he said is anyone here know how to pray by, by golly there was a, a preacher on board and he stepped up he said hey uh, captain I know how to pray he said, uh, the captain said, good. He said, uh, you pray while the rest of us put on our life jackets. We're just one short. Amen, you'll get that in a minute. <laughs> but you know what? We need some people to be able to be strong. Right. Many folks today, and I'm not against it, uh, you can do things like that in the right places. But uh, many people... They give a New Year's resolution to be able to exercise, to keep their self physically fit. There's nothing wrong with that. But I wonder how spiritually fit we are tonight. I wonder uh, maybe the real reason for our nation crumbling like it is as we speak. Guys, you got to understand, we've got a war going on with Russia going on and people are dying. I mean, seriously, can you imagine being over? I've talked to many pastors over there. And they had to leave their, uh, their houses and their churches have been burnt. Can you imagine that? And we think, well, it's over there. Who cares? Uh, you know, send them food or whatever. Uh, but they're, uh, they're uh, raping the women. They're doing so many things. Well, it's just, uh, uh, man, we just see what's on the news. Man, it's still just at large. You think about China. Are they going to go to war with Taiwan? And if they go to war with Taiwan, we'll have to go to war. I mean, seriously, we'll have to. Guys, things can change very quickly. Things can change like it, uh, like when COVID-19 came, it changed our co- uh, country drastically, didn't it? And you say, well, we're all good. We're in America. It can change tomorrow. With North Korea with all the things that's going on in our country, we need some strong Christians with some strong values. While this world is crumbling, we need some families to hold together. We need uh, some families not to break up. We need some families to hold together and get back on the altar of the Lord and seek the Lord's face and get strong in Him. Hey, we need some families, some churches to still preach, thus saith the word of the Lord. Yes, amen. 
We need to be spiritually exercised earnestly in the word of God and in prayer and we got to do what we can fervently uh, for the Lord and you know I'm, I'm telling you tonight we need that but he also said Asa I want you to be strong therefore he says this number two let not your hands be weak what do you mean by that have you ever thought about that what do you mean by that do you mean that his physical hands were weak no 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 you know the word weak has much meaning and here part of the meaning part of it means to let fall or withdraw or to abandon so the prophet here uh, he is exhorting King Asa here to not quit in his efforts to reform or to clean up the land he said, Asa, I don't want you. I want you to not let your hands be weak. I don't want you to abandon the work that God has for you. I don't want you to let fall. I don't want you to just leave off or withdraw from spreading the gospel. I don't want you to do that. I want you to get rid of all the idolatry that's in the land. We've got to be steadfast. You know, a quit, the word quit shouldn't be in our vocabulary. And if you know anything about your pastor tonight, this man, one thing about him, and I guess he gets it from his mom, maybe I don't know, he don't like quitters. One thing at work that he does not like is someone that quits. And you know what? God doesn't like quitters. You've started well. I'm going to ask you tonight, church, will you finish well? I want to be like Paul. I want to finish my course. Whatever that is. I want to finish my course for God, what he has for me and my family. I want to not only do it for God, but I want to do it for my wife. I want to do it for my daughter. I want to do it for each and every one of my sons. I want to finish my course. I want to, I want to finish my days. Uh, serving the Lord and being what I need to be. I'm not a perfect dad. I'm not a perfect husband. I'm not a perfect preacher. But I'm going to tell you something. I strive to do the very best from the Word of God. I strive. I don't want to quit. I want to keep moving forward. And we need some uh, young people and some uh, people, uh, moms and dads and grandpas and grandmas to not want to quit and not uh, get discouraged in this uh, life. Amen. Just keep on moving for God. Being faithful to him. Yes, they might. I've said this before and I love it. I love it tonight. I, 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 watch, I used to uh, love watching uh, Muhammad Ali and uh, watching him box and man he would get hit and he, he, he fought a particular fight. Uh, it was called the Thriller of Manila. And man, he was boxing, and man, they, uh, Brother Larry, they, man, they were knocking him and knocking him, and he was going down, and man, a lot of people said he had lost the fight. He probably should have. But after a couple rounds, he came back and won. And at the end of the fight, they, uh, the news reporters, they got around him and they asked him, what happened when you went to your corner? You had lost this fight, but something, what happened? And he said this, and I'll never forget it. He said, I went to the well one more time. Life is going to throw you boomerangs. It's going to throw you things in life. I'm 2023. 2023, it could be some hard times for us. Yeah. It could be good. 
you know, the rain, what does the Bible say? The rain falls on the just and the unjust. Don't mean that we're going to get out of things. But that does mean that God's grace is sufficient in all that we go through. No matter through the the tough times or the bad, uh, God, He is sufficient through it all. And you people, especially being going through hurricanes all your life, you all know how good God is through all the aftermath. Because there's been a lot of hurricanes that have hit y'all's houses and you looked at it, man, it just tore everything apart. It tore the town apart. But you've seen that it built back. And this is the thing, guys. We see here to man, we can't quit. We got to keep being faithful. That word faithful tonight is defined as being true. Are you true to God? It also is defined as uh, devoted. Are you devoted to the Lord? You know if you're devoted or not. What you're devoted to is what you love. It's what you care about. I understand tonight this is God's word, right? Everybody in this room believes that this is God's word. The the holy word word of God, the King James Bible, is the word of God. But here's the question for you people, for me, is do you love it? I'm not asking you if it's true or not because we all know it's true. But do you love it? Do you love coming to church? Do you love the preaching of the Word of God? I understand Brother Larry, what he preaches. Yes, it's true. But do you love it? Do you love the preaching? Do you love the singing? Do you love uh, prayer time? Do you love having a chance to talk to God? And I'm telling you, I'm thankful. I get to still date my wife. And uh, I'm going to try to take her on a date tomorrow, uh, maybe to Luby's. She's never been to Luby's. And I went there with the Beasley. Brother Larry's taking me to a lot of places. And uh, that's why I'm always trying to get in his truck. And I'm going to take her to Luby's and let her try that out if they're open tomorrow. But I want to keep dating my wife. I want to be devoted to her. And I want to know, uh, let her know that, man, I love her. Right? But every day, sister, I've got to be devoted to the Lord. He's the one who keeps me alive. He's the one that nourishes me. He's the one that takes care of us. I am nothing. I am nothing tonight without the Lord. And tonight that goes in. God wants us to humble ourselves down. As Americans, as Christians, who He really is. We're talking about God. We're talking about our Heavenly Father. We're talking about the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. We're talking about the one that, hey, he, uh, uh, he's a well of water. He's the bread of life. He's the one tonight that saved our old wretched soul. Yes, Man, we got to be faithful to Him. That word faithful means devoted. It means uh, constant. It means loyal. It means dependable. It means steadfast. It means uh, bound by a pledge. It means a lot of things. But uh, faithful to Him. And we uh, come to a society to the end of time here in this old world before Jesus Christ's return. We see that uh, from the Word of God that everybody is about self. Self. Self is the slogan. Uh, What does Burger King say? Uh, Have it your own way. And that's how churches are getting. It's all about self anymore. 
I still, guys, I like the altar call. I like coming up. I don't care who. Uh, I, I, and when we had revival here, the hay did not matter to me. I was at the altar. I don't care. I'll get right down there in the hay, and I'll probably even eat the hay. I don't want to ever come to the place and I say, well, I, I, you know, I'm too dignified to do something. I don't care if there's tears that come on the altar. I'm going to let those tears flow. There's going to be times I, yes, say me in, preacher. I want to raise my hand. Some of the times you ladies raise your hanky, hallelujah, hallelujah. That's my girly voice, by the way. Don't tell anybody at work. Sometimes you need to raise your hand. Sometimes you need to say amen. Sometimes you need to be able to give your testimony. And sometimes you're biting your tulip and brother, maybe brother Larry says, hey, we're about to go. I wasn't about to fall. Uh, we're about to go. Hey, is anybody else? And you're biting your lip and you're thinking, oh, no, I don't have to say it. I just, uh, if he says it one more time, then maybe. And then he don't say it again. Well, that was the Lord's will. Uh, there was a time uh, a preacher, he was uh, praying. He said, Lord, if it's your will, when I get to Krispy Kreme, if it's your will, Lord, that you want me to go in there and get a donut, because I love those donuts, Lord. Lord, if it's your will, let there be a, a spot open just for me. And that preacher, he pulled in, and he went around and around and around. And you know what? After 16 rounds of that store, there was a spot that was, very, it was open for him. He said, God... Thank you for this spot. And he went in and got him a donut. Amen. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. Hey, we need to have some laughter in church. We need to have some faithfulness. We need to have some determination. Hey, we don't need to be self-willed. Hey, we need to get on fire for God once again. And we need to not be quitters in life. I'm going to tell you something. He said, be strong therefore. He said, Asa, Asa, King Asa, I want you. Let not your hands be weak. Asa, don't abandon the work. You moms, don't quit uh, praying for your kids. You moms, don't quit teaching your kids. Hey, don't quit church. You know what holds this church together? Yes, it's God. But guys, you've got to understand that God uses you. It's not the pews. I'm thankful for the pews. I'm thankful for the building. Thankful for the air conditioners. And you know what? Uh, why it says to me when you come walking in this place is somebody cares about the church of God. This is God's house. But what makes God's house is the people that's in the pews. You all have a great preacher. It's all about putting your love for him. But if we lose and have weak hands and abandon the church, you know, somebody said, well, I don't have to go to church. What if everybody said that? What if everybody stayed home? And guys, there's going to be times that you have headaches. It's going to happen. There's going to be times that you don't feel the best. And if it's not catchy, if it's catchy, hey, you need to stay home. And whatever your pastor says about that, that's fine. But I'm going to tell you something. You need to try to be at church every single time. I don't like to miss church. I don't like to miss Wednesday night. 
I don't like to miss Bible study. I don't like to miss anything because I, when I do, man, I miss from what God would have for me. But also I miss that, uh, that fellowship. And already coming in this building, yes, this building, uh, uh, the service, uh, hopefully we've sung, uh, 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 maybe it was a blessing to you, maybe this message, uh, maybe it was a blessing to you. But you know what? What is even the best is the fellowship. We got to see your all's faces again. There's fellowship in churches. We strengthen each other. And one thing, I, I was preaching the other day uh, on trees. Believe it or not, the Bible, it says a lot about sheep and illustrations, but also the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, it uses uh, trees all the time. God made the trees, didn't he? He made the trees. But I was looking at, and I was online looking at the redwoods. Has anybody ever been to the redwoods? I'd love to go. But I look at them and they're, they're, they're gigantic. They even put cars through those trees. I was reading about that and I was reading how, how in the world does those trees just not get knocked down all the time. But those redwood trees, what happens is they're, they're, there's hundreds of them, but they, uh, their root system, they interlock each other. And when one is weak, that other root system from that other tree locks that root system. And when there's a bad storm, they lock on each other underground and they hold each other up. That's just like the church. When somebody's down, Brother Larry, I can try to help them up. Not cast them down, jump on them, and smash them in the mud, and you know, rub their face in the mud. I like to rub my uh, wife's face in a, uh, in a little pipe hand. I won't do it tonight. Do it tomorrow night. Amen. Uh, but no, I, I love, I love little games like that. We do it all the time at home. But no, you think about this. Uh, we interlock each other, and uh, man, we hold each other up. We don't push each other down, but we hold each other up. And man, sometimes it's good when you find one of your loved ones here at this altar. Hey, get right down beside of them and. Pray Pray with them. You don't have to know what they're going through, but you can pray for them. And be there for them. Uh, pat them on the back and come back. And man, give them a call. And those phone calls, they came at the right time. They came at the right time. These little texts that he's talking about, a lot of churches need to be doing that. But you know, a lot of times what we'd rather do is get on Facebook and just know all the good gossip instead of finding a good scripture like he was saying, hey, this is what was a blessing to me this morning. Psalms 44, 5. This is what I got out of it. That's what we need. Yes, That good fellowship. Lastly, he says, Asa, he said, I want you to be strong. Christian, he says, I want you to be strong. He says, let not your hands be weak. Christian, don't, let, don't abandon your work. Don't quit. Don't let your hands be weak. He says the last thing, number three, and I'm finished. He says this, for your work shall be what? Guys, it looks like we're losing. It looks like the gays and the transgenders. It looks like they're winning, the drag queens. It looks like 
Hollywood and all that's winning, don't it? It looks like that we're on the losing team. Sometimes it looks like this country's just going to pot. Seems like the little bit of good cheer that we can give, the little lie we give. Man, this world is so dark. So dark sometimes at work. Is it dark for you at work sometimes? Hearing the conversation from people, it's just unbelievable. What's going on in our country and man, it's so dark. And man, it looks like from 20, 2022 and 2023 is here. It looks, man, what's this year going to be? Is it going to be more problems? Is the, are they, uh, the country going to, uh, are they going to tax us more? Are they going to do this more? Are they going to regulate more? Are they going to start shutting churches down? Are they going to do this? Are they going to say no to this? Are they going to start changing things? Hey, already in our uh, public schools, in a lot of areas, they're letting the drag queens uh, in the libraries and reading those children's books books to our children guys how do y'all feel about that just the other day we was at the restaurant Chewy's won't be back till uh till some things change but we went there twice we tried man we loved uh, eating there but there was a a woman that came to another table and she had probably 16 earrings from here all the way down in her nose, in her eyebrows. And she was trying to serve us. And I was like, golly, I, I couldn't barely eat. And our kids, the whole time, they were looking at her, at her like this. And I was like, don't look at her, guys. Let's eat. Dip. And, and, and we barely got through it. Second time I went, we had a, a male and of course he claimed to be a female and he came he had long fingernails and he talked girly he had full makeup on and my kid, uh, my, my little ones they were like yes and when he went around they they was like dad what is that <laughs> I, I, you know uh, we'll talk about it in the car it's a full it's a full lesson there guys what's going on what's going on with people What's going on with decency? We're losing it in our country. And we're losing it fast. It looks like we're losing. But there is going to be a reward one day. The devil thought when Jesus Christ was on the cross of Calvary, I've done it. When he went to the grave, I've done it. When they rolled that stone over I've done it. I've won this time. I've won that. But that third and glorious day, let me tell you, hey, Jesus Christ, our Lord, He arose from the grave and He lives in our heart. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. It looks like it's bad now. It looks like we have lost. But we, hey, the last inning is not here yet. And Jesus Christ is going to come back and come and get us. He's going to clean this mess up. There's a little boy. He was playing uh, coach's pitch, T-ball. And they went to the game, and there was a man. He was watching this, these little boys play, these two teams. And the scoreboard, they were hitting and hitting and hitting and making errors, and, man, it was going. And the scoreboard was like 35 or 40 to nothing. And that little boy in that dugout, for the team that was losing, he was excited 
He was so excited and he was just urging his teammates on. And he was clapping and saying, good job, good job. And the uh, guy said, hey, psst, psst. Um, don't you know your team is losing 35 to nothing? What are you so excited about? And without hesitation, that boy said, oh yeah, but they haven't, we haven't batted yet. Let me tell you something. Christians, we haven't batted yet. God has not went up to bat yet. And when He does, we will win. We are going to have victory. We're going to have victory. God never loses. God never loses anything. And yes, it looks like the devil is winning. Yes, it looks like all this transgender stuff. Yes, it looks like it's winning. The politicians are bad. Everything's bad. It looks like, man, this world is going to pot. But let me tell you something. The King of Kings is going to come one day and He is going to bring a reward with him for those that are faithful. If you died tonight, where would you go? I hope and pray heaven's your home. You're a winner. Do you believe that you're a winner down deep inside? Now, it's good to be humble. Don't get me wrong. But you got to have confidence, too, of who you are in Christ. You are somebody in Christ Jesus. No matter what this world says, no matter what the devil says, you are somebody, when you look in the mirror, I am, Mary, I am a child of God. You have victory. You have victory in him every single time. If you'll rely upon him and uh, you uh, submit yourself unto him and resist the devil, you'll have victory in your life. I'm going to tell you something. He said, Asa, I want you to be strong. Asa, I want you to let not your hands be weak. And lastly, Asa, uh, Asa I, uh, for your work shall be rewarded. One day our work will be rewarded. Do not quit. God sees your work and it will be rewarded. Brother Larry, he sees the work. Don't quit. Don't quit. Tell my family. There might be a lot of things. But I'm not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. I might get pushed around in this old life. And that's fine. But don't push me too hard now. <laughs> I might get out in the flesh a little bit. <laughs> start boxing some ears in. I'm going to tell you something. I'm not a quitter. I'm going to keep loving my family. I'm going to keep uh, loving the church. we got to keep loving each other. If you ever need anything, need some tires, call me. <laughs> I'll tell Larry to give you a deal. Amen. But guys, seriously, we need each other. It's churches like this, and you look at me and I'm done. It's churches like this that make the difference in America. Let's not be so focused on these Joel Olstein type of churches. They, it seems like they got everything. That, that remember where you uh, uh, on the news that that guy he went in there, he plumbed it, and in the wall came out six hundred thousand dollars. That'd be that's like a blessing here if they have six hundred thousand dollars in this wall right here. But yeah. <laughs> but guys. Sometimes we look at numbers, we look at the cash flow, we look at what people, groups that uh, come in, 
And the Lord, He's looking at souls. He's looking for the cheerful givers. He's looking for the people that love Him. He's looking for people that are steadfast. He's looking for people that are determined. And guys, I'm, I'm done after this. Let's keep pushing forward. I think that's what it says here. Not through thee we will push down our enemies. Through thy name we will tread them under that rise up against us. It says through thee in 2023. It's through him tonight. We're going to be more than conquerors. More than conquerors in him. I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet. Every head bowed, eyes closed. I'm going to ask my wife to come get on the piano. And before I turn this service over to Brother Larry, thank you for letting me come, number one. But number two, if I can say anything tonight, just, man, keep on keeping on doing what you're doing. You know what I found out just being here just tonight? And all the times I've been here, you people, y'all care about each other. That's hard to find in churches today. Y'all are a close-knit group. Keep holding together. Because I'm going to tell you something. The, the Satan, he would like to separate you. Yes. In 2023, keep growing, keep loving, keep praying for your pastor. Uh, keep loving on him and keep being the church you need to be and I'm going to tell you something God will get the glory our glory Baptist church and I'm telling you there will be a revival in this place a service after service families can come here and this is where God meets his people here at glory Baptist church in Stafford Kentucky our heavenly father Lord I sure do love you and thank you for the privilege and the honor to be able to be here with these good people here tonight Thank you for their friendship. Thank you for, uh, uh, Lord, the friendships we've made. But, Lord, I pray that you'll ask, I ask you tonight, if you'll love on these people here at Glory Baptist Church, I pray that you'll love on them, love on this pastor. And, Lord, I pray that you'll show your will and purpose in this life for them. I pray that uh, your name will be honored in 2023. And the Bible will be preached as it always has. And Lord, this pulpit will be hot, red hot uh, for good preachers that are preaching the gospel. They are still sticking with the stuff. And Lord, I pray that you'll lead in God now. In Jesus' precious holy name I do pray. Amen. As every head bowed, eyes closed, she begins to play. I ask your pastor if he'll come, Brother Larry, and come and finish this invitation out. Hey, if there's a need, right here's the altars. Come and get on these altars. Pray for one another. Be that tight-knit group. Hey, love one another. Brother Larry, you come right ahead. Thank you so much. You follow the Lord here tonight. You move as he moves you. The Spirit don't nudge you tonight. Don't go. Just go where God leads. There's nothing tonight very valuable or prosperous tonight. If you do something on the flesh, you come as God leads you. You come. There's come many here this evening. We don't know why. But would you come? 
would you come? Maybe it's a time this evening that you just want to worship the Lord. Just lift up his name. Praise him. Tell him how good and wonderful that he is. To magnify him tonight. Maybe you want to come and confess sin or just confess maybe some faults and failures and stumblings. Maybe tonight there's troubles in your life. There's difficulty. There's stress. Many things are taking your distraction away. Maybe it's something you need to pray about. Maybe something in the future you don't know of. and You just want to ask God to give you guidance and wisdom in it. You know, God cares about the little things. He cares about the small as well as the large. He cares for the little kids in here. As they pray, God hears as well as the old. Well, we've got a God that's, that's just just. We've got a God tonight that's big enough to take care of all of us all at one time. He can hear us all at one time, and he can answer all at one time. He's never full tonight where he can't go and he can't do. He never sleeps, nor does he slumber. He's not a God tonight that's off somewhere where he's not touched with our infirmities. He's a God looking to and fro, his eyes upon the people looking for anyone that would just believe in him. That will just trust in them. That will just surrender their heart and give their life. Just say, Lord, I'm tired and sick of me. I just want you to take charge of my life. I've made such a mess. I continue to keep falling and stumbling around the road. I'm tired. I ask you to take over. I don't know tonight what the situation is with your heart and the circumstance in your life but I know tonight that there's a God in heaven there's a Christ on the throne there's a Jesus in our hearts and he he will answer he will answer if you call he will answer where you call still more Still more. Would you tonight? Yes, Lord. Blessed be your name. Hallowed be thy name. Glory to your holy name. How wonderful, how great our Savior is. It's, it's just, Brother Jake said something tonight about this uh, New Year's resolution, and the very word that that I have in my heart was resolve. You, you said resolve. And so I'm thinking tonight, uh, as I want to give opportunity tonight before we leave, uh, maybe starting right here with you, Sister Sarah, what would be a resolve this year for you in a spiritual sense? Not putting you on the spot or anything. Yeah. 
Now, y'all get ready. I'm fixing to come to you. Sister Sarah just got saved, Brother Jay. Got saved, what, two weeks ago? A week ago? Sunday, right? A week, Sunday, Christmas Day. I've already put on her spot. Amen. Sister Kaylin, what's what would be a resolve for you this year in 2023? Resolve to be to love Christ and not to curse his angels or curse me for just to keep loving and not to keep having There you go. That's a good resolve. Sister Mary? Have a servant's heart. Have a servant's heart. Amen. Now, when you want to jump in, sister, you just tell me, okay? Patience as well? Amen. All right. Don't pray for her patience. <laughs> Trials and tribulation work with patience, so don't go that way with her. Sister Sophia? Amen. Amen. Brother Charles? Pray for your children. Sister Loretta? Amen. Sister Teresa? Amen. Brother Charles? Amen, my brother. Sister Lisa? Amen. Thank you. Mom? Amen. Diana? Amen. Brother George? Amen. Sister Claudia? Amen. Brother Keith? Amen. So Cindy? Amen. 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 A resolve for 2023. My heart's desire is that each one of y'all reach that resolve. And my, can you imagine the victory we can have in 23? If we would just reach that one resolve. God help us. You pray for us, brother, and your family. And uh, we'll be praying for you. All right. Let's be dismissed tonight. Word of prayer. And uh, thank you for being here. May the Lord bless you. And uh, Brother Charles, won't you dismiss us here tonight? Okay.